Girls from Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Hi, I'm Carrie. I'm Carolyn. And I'm Carson. Welcome to our podcast. You will be listening to some of our best moments of helping people to live their best lives and all while, get this, working with horses. We will be your hosts and have tons of guests along the way. Subscribe today and happy listening. Oh, good old story time. <laughs> that always just feels nice inside <clears throat> to just think, you know what? Today's just all about telling stories and those wonderful feelings that we get when we have story time. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, coffee. or hot chocolate or tea, or it depends where you are in the world. If you need to have a wine, go to town for story time. It's five o'clock somewhere, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. <laughs> well, we kind of figured that, you know, this crazy world that we're in, we need some positivity, man. <sighs> not just about work stuff, not just about what can we do or ways to avoid what's happening in the world <laughs> just some nice positive happy stories of why well we really love what we do <clears throat> i have a voice thing happening do you yes this? yes who we are i am carolyn charles and the director of sales and marketing as well as an instructor and a facilitator for the equine connection the academy of equine assisted learning inc and i am carrie fulminant the founder and master instructor for the equine connection helping people globally do what it is that we do it's the greatest job in the world. Every day I seriously wake up and I'm like, how is this possible? You can work with a horse all day. You get to see a human make a change right before your very eyes, which is not only the most humbling of experiences, Seriously. but it's such a privilege because it's the human being who's been empowered by the horse through our wonderful facilitating step-ins for them to make the change and see the power and the gift that exists inside of each human being. And you make a living, like seriously, it's still just <laughs> every day. I just, I just can't even comprehend like before the last breath on this earth is taken. I can tell you this, it will be, wow. It was a great time on earth, even during this swear word time, just because not too many people, go after their dreams and make it happen. People are very, and it, it is, they think maybe there's too much of a risk because there's too much fear or I can't make it happen, but why not you? Yeah. I mean, who knew it was going to be me? Who knew it was going to be you, right? It, until not, you make, not I. No, because you're not a horse person. <laughs> no. Until you make that commitment. But it truly is an absolute purposeful, solid, grounded business because it is the horses who actually teach and that's why it's all about the stories today because we want to share with you i mean there's copious amounts of stories not only at our facility but globally because we travel global and work with everyone's horses because horses speak one language around the world and when we know and understand that the number one thing a horse needs to feel is safe we of course can have that and facilitate that into all the programs that we work with all of your beautiful horses around the world. It's funny, even we were discussing this yesterday, I was doing up a video that had oodles of pictures in it. So I was going through all of our pictures and I was laughing and I was like, oh my gosh, do you remember this? And I actually stopped and said to Carrie at one point, seriously, this is the best ever. Like to be able to look through this past, well, almost 14 years now, I guess. 13, stick 13? with the 13. <laughs> yeah. And I love the number 13. So maybe oh, we'll just always stay not ready to leave it yet. Yeah, it's always <laughs> going to be 13 years. But looking through those these past years and being able to see all these people and 
the changes and remember all these stories. Like it feels so good to be a part of that. Like it's truly a, a blessed life that we live for sure. So we're going to tell you a few different stories, but of course, no matter what, it's all going to be related to the horse in some way or another. And it's going to be our facilitators who come in for training. It is going to be our clients who come and take the courses regularly here at the Equine Connection, because of course, being in business, I'm always about business too. You got to figure out in business, what will make you the money where you don't have to continually try to find another client. Yeah. a different client because yeah. that's a lot of work in my little brain so we have it so that even through our training that we really help you to be able to work with organizations that already exist because you're just a part of the programming that they already do mm -hmm. and that's why it works in so beautiful so we really only have two organizations that we work with ourselves because we can just make a beautiful living doing that and that is the dream center in calgary and you can look them up and of course the next step ministry so you'll be hearing more of the stories in that way and of course we do have the master agreement with the calgary board of education so we do have some youth stories to throw in there as well because <laughs> oh horses are just they're yeah. amazing so they really are of course, how we always introduce our programs is we always take every human being, whether you've never seen or touched a horse before or whether you're a, an Olympic champion in dressage or jumping, it don't matter. Everybody goes through the same system because you always have to have safety and being in business. It's number uno that we make sure everybody's on the same page. So when we're introducing it, of course, we always say, hi, this is Carolyn Charles. I'm Carrie and we are your facilitators. However, today, what I would like you to know, and we have a, a little demo horse, I always introduce today, and I touch the horse, I say, the horse is actually your teacher. Well, the first time we said this, and this was a little elementary school group, so yeah. grades four and five, more or less. Knee-high to grasshoppers. Knee-high to grasshoppers. Yeah. So this little Xander, he jumps off the the benches because we have benches because why sometimes they're briefings you need them to be comfortable and sit right he jumps off his chair and he slaps his legs he goes oh my gosh i have always wanted to have an animal for a teacher <laughs> oh my goodness the kids and the teachers everybody was laughing and my little heart is like the pureness of children and that's what came out of him he was so excited and it was so funny because even at the end of the course the teacher was saying everybody say thank you to carrie and carolyn for having us out here today and this kid walks up and i mean he's 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 little he walks up to carrie and says okay carrie you tell me what's it gonna take i can get all these people back together again but what's it gonna take for us to come back out here and we were like child you are going places in life you know what you want and you're doing what you can to get it so oh phenomenal phenomenal group and just a quick hello everybody to kim and carly and terry and jennifer and annie from down under yes annie annie not annette yeah. annie but she answers her phone annette but she yeah. likes to be called annie <laughs> she's annie from down under down under andy andy Annie. I yeah, I get it. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so one of the one stories that we have, we actually worked with a group of junior high kids. So this was from our, um, sorry, Six, our reserve, our reserve, which is probably about 20 minutes away from us. So they had eight kids come in for our anti-bullying program. So this kid who came in, his name is Charlie. Now the principal, of course, he called and he goes, okay, what kids should I be sending to this program? And I said, well, the kids that are in your office. 
because they're the ones who are needing to build some skills. So of course they bring out the kids in this Charlie. Now they also have what the world likes to do is put on a lot of acronyms mm -hmm. with the behavioral issue kids. So we have FAS, so fetal alcohol syndrome, OCD, ODD. Now that's my favoriteest acronym or what people consider a bad thing, which I actually think it's great. Yeah, an ailment of some kind. Because it's like not. Behind. But if we understand it, just like any other style of communication, when you understand it, it's actually fantastic. Beautiful. And as a facilitator, it's brilliant. It ramps you up, man. So ODD, Oppositional Defiance Disorder, it is so stunning because here is when you have to, again, working with humans, try to help them to understand it is their journey. It is their decision. It is their choice. So we don't force anything. So it's all in the way things are worded. So it suits what it is that, because if you say you have to wear a helmet, they're going to do the opposite of what it is that you just said. So I think they're a blessing. I actually think all the people who have acronyms labeled onto them, I think they're actually the gift mm -hmm. in life. And it's for us traditional people to figure out what a beautiful gift for us to understand, to communicate a different way. And ADHD, I swear, I've got that. That's right, squirrel, in two seconds. I think it's brilliant that children don't have to say, stay so stressed out in a place that they can't stay focused on. I think it's brilliant that a human, a little wee human in our arena, it's like it's too much, it's too much. What does he need to do? Go do the hula hoop. All he needs to do is take his yep. focus somewhere else and for a while, back. and then he comes back. So you see these acronym kids and, and people, I just think they're all so gifted. So anyways, here's Charlie. He's got all of these, again, acronyms attached to him, and we are doing our program. So the first three programs, Charlie decided he actually didn't really want to participate literally in the group, and mm -hmm. Carolyn always puts them into teams. So it's cool, though, because he's still in the arena, and what this beautiful kid did was he would go up to each team, pat the horse, talk to the kids, and then move yeah, on. Tell them how you, they were doing it wrong. <laughs> and then he would move on to his own thing and come back. But it was actually kind of helpful for people, too, because he had that observation piece where he'd see what was happening, see the forest through the trees, come in, do his thing, and then he was out and off to another group. <laughs> and, and it's so beautiful when you allow humans that they have choice and free will in your arena. Number one thing is safety. We keep everyone safe and the horse has got to be safe, right? So it's really neat because we do know as humans, we can learn in many different styles. So that one style in particular was a great way to observe and see how things roll. Well, it was about the third program in. Now we have these cones in our arena, colored cones, where we put a little stick dowel in it and we put our little station card on top. The station card is to tell the humans what it is that they should be doing with their teacher, the horse, at the obstacles. Well, this one, we have an actual stop sign, but instead of having stop on it, we want to relate it to the horses. So, of course, we have whoa on it, right? So, anyways, he takes this stick out, and he is whipping it around the arena, and the little flappy sound, and you can just feel all of the energy is just zooming. Yeah. Well, now, of course, as a facilitator, you have to, number one thing is safety. I take a look around because we had four groups, four horses. And the cool thing was, even though the horses definitely went high for that moment because I couldn't figure out what the heck is this kid doing, what's happening, 
the humans were able to bring the horse back in again mm -hmm. and then all the horses were safe so carolyn and i did not have to say hey everybody let's not everybody stop like it was really a beautiful safe arrangement so but now carolyn is dying Dying because she no like he that this kid is whipping no. this little why why you got a whole bunch of horses in here and other people and you have to toss that sucker around so in my brain i am thinking calm cool collected carolyn in with the good <laughs> air out with the bad air focus on the horses and it, it it's tough sometimes i will tell you the honest to god truth but the cool part is when you see the outcome of just releasing that piece and not going in and being like really dude like really because <laughs> that's what i wanted to say to him but um, we left him we let him swing we just let him swing and all the humans ignored him the horses and i thought now isn't this cool because we do know people who are wanting attention in some form whether it be good attention or bad attention they know how to get the attention and push the button <coughs> so when you're in a safe place and you know it's okay if you can ignore what is happening that's right great things happen to the human who's in the learning process because they see that nobody is reacting to his this. So finally he gets bored because nobody's reacting to the attention he is throwing out there. He puts the, the little uh, stick. stick back into the cone. Well, Carolyn comes up and we have this little clip and it's an integrity clip. So she clips this little clothespin on him and she says, Great integrity, buddy. And we've already explained to the kids what it is. She just walks away. Well, he pumps his little shoulders yeah. up. He goes, what? I was just recognized for doing what? Something right. The right thing versus the wrong thing. Exactly. Then he goes down and cleans the cone and makes sure everything is perfect. Yeah. Did he ever do that in our arena again? No. No, because he recognized even in that one little learning moment that ah, I didn't get anything from doing this wrong choice, <laughs> wrong choice, choice, yeah. but doing this choice, huh, they recognized it as integrity. So it was pretty sweet. And that's such a coup to the power of the positive reinforcement piece as well. We are used to getting the things like, oh, you should do that differently. Or maybe don't do that next time. Or, you know, stop doing that. Change the way you're doing these things. We're used to getting that kind of reactive piece. But kids especially aren't used to getting when that piece is just not taken into account and we just looked at the positive. And he really did start to strive and move forward after that and realize that, okay, I still have the choice to do yep. what I wanted to do and what I felt I needed to do for some reason at that time. But then he was able to stop and say, okay, but I, I like this feeling of being recognized for good. And it was phenomenal. He actually was with us for quite some time. Yeah, no, it is pretty amazing. And now lots of times our facilitators will say that are in training, they'll say, but what if? Now, I don't believe in what ifs, but I'm going to give you a, a what if scenario. So if for some reason the horses stayed in their reactive state from that stimulus, of course, what we would do, because it's always about safety, I would have gone into Charlie and said, hey, buddy, do you see what's happening with the horses as you're doing that? I stayed very calm so that he could see what was happening with the horses. Then I would ask him, so how do you think the horses are liking this right now? So you see, it's giving the power back to the human being so they can make the choice what it is that they're gonna change. So that's mm -hmm. how it would have rolled if it would have rolled. But I do have a really cute story before Kellerin tells you another story because 
This one's funny. And, and it's story time. It is story time. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying my coffee today. It's good. Just FYI, everybody. So anyways, we have our dream center guys. And of course, they're at risk. So they are addicts. So whether it be to drugs, alcohol, or solvents. So this one guy, he's in, and we put them into teams. So they usually, usually work with two or three people with one horse who is the teacher. So they're doing this one program and the objective was pressure and release. So please, thank you. So understanding that appropriate assertiveness and how to release the pressure, not only for our horses, but we always have to parallel it to how do we do that on our own, right? Because we, if we just keep building up everything, what do we do? We have no way of releasing it until it's a kapowi or we go back to the drugs or the alcohol or whatever else we're needing. So. Anyway, we're doing this one is have your horse step on the numbers in sequential order. Now, first of all, we did wrong because I think we put out like six or eight different numbers. And then, of course, we mixed them up because we want them to come yeah. up with creative way to be able to step on those numbers. So, and it could just be an order. Like the C yeah. might have been missing. It could have been one, two, four, five, or something like that. We just had numbers, it just had to be an order, right? That, that's right. So anyways, they're trying and trying. Now the horse is completely reacting because what's happening is they the horse is reacting from the stimulus of the clients. Well, they're getting freaking frustrated. Now, you're not gonna say that. You just know because your horse is giving you all this stuff. So I step in and of course, I'm always about keeping our horse safe. So I do that nice breathing. I say, do you guys want me to just take your horse for a second? They're like, yeah, we need a break. Ah, so we got the first release happening. Not only is it going to help our horse, but it's now going to help our clients because they've let go. They've released what's stressing them out right at the moment. So anyways, the guy looks at me and uh, he goes, this is dumb. He goes like, seriously, how do you do this? He goes, the freaking numbers are out of order, blah, 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 blah. I said, okay. So I said, but what would it look like if you guys as a team and making it easier for your horse, what could you do that's creative? Like, are these in cement in the sand? Could you do something with them while they're, they get this aha you gotta be fucking kidding me, right? So this is what they said. Now I don't like swearing, but that's, that's what they said. So that's then the <laughs> he looks at me, he goes, you do know we are a fucking addict, don't you? And I'm like, oh, he goes, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry for saying that. I said, no, no, that is so hilarious. But he literally was like, you know, I'm an effing addict, don't you? We got steps one through 12. We oh. skip steps. We go with everything is by 12 steps. <laughs> and you go and take out numbers and mix them all up. They were just like blown away by it. Yes. So, you know, that was a real experience and training for us too, because we actually now do when we work with at risk and we do that specific one, we only have maybe five numbers yeah. uh, and we, we do do exactly one. Two, one three, four, yeah. yeah. We, we don't <laughs> skip numbers because we thought that is added undue pressure mm -hmm. that they don't need, but we wouldn't have known it. You see if the horse wasn't reacting and then their release, even in him saying the F word, was a beautiful release from his body. So it was such a win-win. Yeah, and it's amazing to see how that when they say something, their horse is almost like, yes, finally, thank you for saying that, right? And they could see in that 
in that moment that just by verbalizing what was so frustrating to them, it totally changed the entire piece of it, right? It allowed them to ask for help. It allowed them to be able to move forward and, and move through it without having an explosion. So that was a big, a big thing for them. But yes. even going back to the kidlets too, speaking of even anxiety piece is a huge one that can come up with kids and with adults. And we've had it in both, but we had one little boy and he had anxiety to the point that it was like social anxiety. So if they asked him a question in school or something along those lines, to the point where he was literally rocking back and forth, hiding out in a corner, did not, did not want a part of that, right? So they picked him to come out here for that reason, because he really wasn't even verbal or anything like that in school. So he came out and the first time, you know, we don't put any pressure on, we don't stare at people and make them answer us, except our facilitators when we're training them. We do that too. Yeah, we look at them until they give us something. Just before someone of these like, yes, you do. No, we don't with our clients. (laughs) So, you know, we let him kind of do his thing, put him in a team. He actually went out the first time and kind of worked with somebody for a bit, but then too much. It was, so he went and hung out behind the rail. Which the cool part is, is that's exactly what we tell them. They have choice when they're there. They can choose to be out with the horses, but if they're choosing not to, we need everybody in a safe place. So you just go hang out behind the rail. Perfect. So he goes and does exactly what we've asked him to do and hangs out back there. And then the teachers come over. And they're like, Seth, buddy, you got to get out there. You got to try harder. You're not even trying. Come on, Seth. Come on, Seth. And you could see this poor child recoiling into the wall, like trying to literally become one with the wall. And Carrie saw this, and so she walked over with our little curly horse, Jordy. Jordy is a superstar horse when it comes to people who are really, really nervous or have anxiety. He is like ground. Yeah, like he really is. That wasn't even practice. No. That is his feeling. So Carrie saw this going on with the teacher, brought Jordy over, just kind of laid the lead rope over the rail in front of him, said, actually, you know what? He's exactly where he's supposed to be right now. I'm just going to leave Jordy here for you, and you can hang out with Jordy, see what you think. We just left him, took that pressure off. Well, the coolest piece was, is yes, he hung out the rest of that time with Jordy. Whatever he said to Jordy, whatever he was thinking, whatever he pet, he did his thing and he was just on his own, but that's exactly where he needed to be for that day. And even in a debrief, we can still bring that in. You know yourself well enough to know what you need to do for you. And so as the programs went on and went on and went on, he actually was able to choose words at the end, say his word out loud. He was able to work with other teams as it went forward because he started to have that check and balance. He could see that the anxiety was building in the horse before he even recognized it and can kind of learn to have that self-regulation piece in it as well. To the point that at the very end of all of our programs, he was actually able to use those self-regulation techniques that he learned the horses and apply them to when he was at school and for the first time ever actually be able to answer questions in school as well. He's, to my mind, always one of those ones that I yeah. think of when it comes to anxiety because he's he showed it, you saw yes. it. But you think of how many people have anxiety and you don't necessarily see it on the outside. Not in the same adults. Way. Yeah, right. But you have to know, like, but people have choice. Give them the choice because sometimes they know what's best for them as well. Yeah. That's where it, it's just such a privilege that you see these changes right before your very eyes. And it's not because we taught or we said that you had to do it a certain way. They just always have that ability because those horses, as we know for all us who are in with horses, man, whatever happens. And we do have to say it's magical. Now we are very much so research, research, research. That's all we use for our course and for our programs. But, you know, there's got to be research in the magical piece yeah. 
Unicorns are real. They're on, they just don't no, have horns. Seriously, right? <laughs> seriously. Just like that heart um, research, heart math. That is such a beautiful piece because it explains so much why we feel the way we do in the presence of this living being who gives so much to us just because we're there. Yeah. But I, I love it because the privilege is, is you see these humans to make a change and because of the programs, because of having a briefing system and a debrief and that arena time, we're able to help them to parallel it to life so they get to use it in their life. It's not just about being with a horse for a day, which don't get me wrong, any day with a horse is a great day. But it's so beautiful when you're you're privy to helping a human who's very confused in life. Life is freaking hard. Mm -hmm. We all know that. And it never, ever, ever gets easier. I had one client who was, yes. So true. Oh, it is. We had one client come in for our Authentic You Women's Workshop. And, you know, she was close to her 60s. And she just got so many ahas out of all the programs that we were doing. But one of the words really hit her huge. And I was saying something in the debrief or maybe even the, in the briefing, how hard life is. And I want you all to know, it will never, ever, ever get easier. Well, she has never heard these words before. Because even as I was growing up, I always thought, oh, man, when I get to 30, it's going to be easier. It wasn't. Oh, man, when I get to 40s, it's going to be easier. It's not. I'm in my 50s, and I always say for all you young people who are watching out there, you think it's going to get easier? It gets harder. We just learn how to handle things yeah. in a different way, and we stay calmer to that. But whatever that that voice or that word was to this woman, not only through the horses, the aha, but the word itself stuck with her. Even months later, she still emails us to say, this has helped me out exponentially in living my life every day, now knowing it's hard every day because I had taken so many personal development programs that always said it's going to get easier. And then it never did. It didn't. Yeah. So for her, it was those huge ahas and those pieces. So, you know, it is hard. So that's why it's so nice to have the ability to help the humans, but allowing the human to help themselves. But just because the programs we have mm -hmm. allow them to get to there. And it's like the old, you know, be prepared type of thing, right? Like you can prepare for the worst and hope for the best kind of thing. But for her, she'd always been preparing for the best like today's gonna get better today's easier gonna get better. and yes i mean things do get better in life yes we can handle things yes mm. we gain skills all of these mm. things so life does get more knowledgeable so we know how to do this but it's not going to be a cakewalk at any point and i think that was the part that really stuck with her is that she just stopped expecting it to just be easy one day yeah and realize this is my life and was happy to be there within it right rather than waiting for something to be different that never came right so but it was really a positive way that she flipped that around as well <laughs> to take medicine you know in all honesty there are so many different things out there in this world that can help us to be the people that we need to be and we have no issue with you know when you need a pill you need a pill like when i get sick i need sign you tap Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Horse don't help me with that because I'm allergic <laughs> to them too. <laughs> but there are so many ways in life that we can, uh, by working with these horses, learn those skills to be able to help us move forward in the best way that we can as well. Uh, let's see. Oh, hi. We've got Bree and Christina on here too. Joyce, Libby, good morning. 
Yay. Just when you think life is easy, your kids are moving out. You're pretty happy. Yeah, that would do it each and every time. Yep. Surprise. Yep. <laughs> but again, a huge sense of joy that comes with these things as well. Um, there was one other one just when you were talking that popped into my head. So I'm going to go off of our yeah. little round because we both have done it already. Yeah. We have a list of stories. We've gone off our list already. Yeah. But we have too many stories. <laughs> Just with that heart math thing, we had this um, uh, women's group come in and they were again women at risk. They had been through addictions and through the sex trade. They had every reason to be there and how their lives had gone up to that point kind of thing. So when uh, she came in, she wasn't going to come that day because all of a sudden she, her nine-year-old kid wasn't able to go into the day home or whatever else. And so they called us up and said, she really needs us to take and we bring the kid and we're like, okay, <laughs> so we'll work with this. So the kid came, he was on the autism spectrum, and I I love some of these kids that have the questions. I have to say, like kids can, you're really good with kids. Kids can stress me a little bit sometimes. I love them too. But he had like 10,000 questions about the horse, about this, and the mom was trying to like slow him down, like and manage stop him. him. But this moment was for her, right? Yeah. So I said, okay, well, buddy, what, let's throw on your helmet, ask your mom if it's cool, and I'll take you out to go see Jordy, again, our ground dude. So on our way out, mom says, fine, no problem. <laughs> bye -bye. His, he's got his little helmet on. We march out there. And on the way out, I mean, this kid is like auctioneering questions at me. Like, I can't even answer them. They're just coming out. And we get out to Jordy, and I tell him a little bit about Jordy. And Jordy was laying down. So he just walked behind, behind into a safe place. And I said, just put your hands on him and see what you think. Now, this kid knelt down and put his hands on Jordy. And this child who was not silent for more than half of a second since he had walked in the door, sat there in silence with him for two solid minutes at least. And then he kind of got up and it was amazing. He was talking slower. He was allowing me to answer the questions he was asking, putting different <coughs> thoughts into things. And it was, for me, it was such a moment of like, holy crapinolas, jumping tuna fishes. It. it boggled my mind how just two minutes with that horse and just hands on, was enough to take this kid from like a million <laughs> to like a solid just nine. And it was it was so phenomenal for myself to be able to witness that piece. And then for the mom too, she was like, they took away, brought back a different kid. <laughs> yes. But it was it was just phenomenal. That was one of my favorite ones too. We had another one with our Sig Sigga Youth Medicine Lodge. So this is an in this was an intake center for teenagers so ages 13 to 18 was the oldest but it was usually 13 to 17. so for four months the girls would come in at the intake center then they would leave and then for four months the boys would come in so anyways we were doing this one program i don't know it's called it's all up to you so the objective is choice so we as facilitators and trained in it we're going to really work on that one objective which is choice so anyways, the Shayla comes running in, and I think it was, I don't even know, maybe her seventh program in. She comes running over to me, and she goes, Carrie, I just want you to know I'm going to be leaving Siksika Youth Medicine Lodge, but I wanted to thank you and Carolyn so much for all that you have done for me. I never, ever ask a client as to why, because it's none of our business, and we're not therapists, and I don't need to know the why. I just said, okay. So we do this program again, which has choices. You facilitate it in the arena, working with our horses. Of course, you bring them back in and your debrief. Then, of course, now you help to parallel those choices so that it goes to her own life. 
So anyways, part of our form of delivery is also writing on either you call it a journal page or what my horse taught me page, reflection page, whatever it is you want to call it. So she's writing out her experience that happened to her just in this program. So she writes on this paper, today I discovered that I have choice. And because I have choice, I am now choosing to stay with the Six Sicker Youth Medicine Lodge. Now, this is a holy jump into a fish moment. You are jumping in the air. You are so excited because what happened? What was the change? And it's so cool because she was actually leaving because the counselors took Carolyn aside. Which they shouldn't have told her, but I do. I don't know why. Yeah, they told her that when she had went AWOL at the intake center, she actually got pregnant on that weekend. So she was leaving because she got pregnant. So the whole aha is every program that Tamara McKinnon has designed has choice in it. Like no matter what program you're yeah. looking at, everything has choice. However, she specifically created them out individually with working with one objective at a time. Why it makes our lives easier. <laughs> we imagine? can hit the objective <laughs> and then it helps the human to learn through that one predictable outcome so that they can take it to their own life. So this is why they're so brilliant. But how come on the seventh program in, when she had choice through all of the six before, why this was so powerful is because we just were specific on it was just about choice with the objective she came up with her own revelation that she's got the choice to stay and she did she ended up staying the whole time because of the horse though you see we, we couldn't have us. sat down and said just so you know you have choice today and she said aha i got it it was because we introduced what the objective was then we went to the arena with the horse the horse who's the teacher, through our step-ins, through understanding, she was empowered through the choices she was making because she saw how the horse reacted to the choices she was making. So then she comes back in. We debrief that objective, which is choice. Then you parallel it. Those are the ahas that the humans get because the horse did it, and we allow the horse mm -hmm. to actually teach. We do not control or step in when the horses are trying to do teach. Trying try to, try to do to teach. <laughs> we do, do the teach. facilitation, <laughs> they do the teach. But interesting, even with her, they had tried to convince her to stay. Yeah. As you know, adult humans and everything else like that. And they had tried to convince her, but it wasn't until she worked with the horse that some some sort of realization came about for her that that was the right choice for her and for her baby as well. Absolutely. Stunning, stunning. Oh, Lisa Heather is here now. It's so sweet because Lisa Heather just obviously is starting her career as well. She went in on that Black Friday event, bonus, whatever you want to call it. Cause special, Black special, Friday. special. So she could start learning now, make a decision what she, what date she's going to choose later. She is plowing through the online theory course. Now, the online theory course is a four-month online course. I don't know. I'm thinking Heather's going to be Lisa. Every time. I don't understand. <laughs> Lisa is going to be done, I think, in a month. She's very excited. Yeah, yeah. she is. It's yeah. very exciting to see that. I love what uh, Bree put in here, force action development. We cannot train the horses to do this. That is nice. such a valid, valid point because it's not a – no, that's a why they are again unicorns because we can't train that piece that is their inherent and innate ability to be able to help us that way 
because they are a prey animal and um, we know that this is how they react so i love that i'm so glad you brought that up <laughs> jennifer gotta work have a good day you too thanks Bye, for jen. joining jen <laughs> Okay. Oh, Should we time. tell a, a facilitator one before just we go? That maybe that would are we already? Oh, we're like we can't. Oh. Yeah. So I think a couple of facilitator do, ones. Well, we gotta do these ones for the journals. I want to read those. Okay. So then maybe okay, we'll do. Or should we do the disco and jet? There's so many no, stories. Let, let us tell you, when we do work with our facilitators, the three-day training, the hands-on component where it's horses and programs and programs and horses and horses and programs, and that's all we do. That is the piece that our facilitators are mouth on the ground. I can't believe I'm seeing this. These are horse people who work with horses all the time. Well, most of them. Just a different And idea. they are seeing how the horse teaches now. And they are beyond blown away. I mean, our non-horse people are always blown away. But my favorite piece to this is when horse people who work with horses all the time come in and we facilitate them through the process and they see how the horse changes, how the horse moves, how the horse teaches. Like it's so brilliant and you can't put everything into words until you live it yourself because it's that amazing. But the, the one last one we'll say, because all of our facilitators have a chain. There has not been one facilitator who has not had a change when they come for the three day hands-on training. So we were in Ottawa and the ladies there, it was a beautiful group of beautiful That's horse people, people, riding coaches. Like, they're mm -hmm. just marvelous in what they do in their community. But the first time they brought out this horse, he's a Clyde, so you know how big he is, super tight at the halter. So bringing him out, everything is, you know, as much as we can, kind of then control peace. Well, of course, by the time we're done, we always talk about that. Smile. The smile and the line, which we adapted from Claudette Osborne oh, right. in Texas. Because yes. we always say loose, but she said always have a smile in the line. That has changed everything. It brings us great joy when people forget it's the line. And we say, where's your smile? And they, <laughs> they smile at the horse. <laughs> it's very adorable. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love that. So anyways, what was I saying with that? You were saying uh, about oh, Clyde. Oh, yeah. yeah. So anyways, by the time we get through our three days, of course, now we've got that smile and the line. The horse's head is coming right down. Like, it's in a completely different state. The big, huge ahas is uh, two of them are also horse trainers. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, my gosh. I am now incorporating what I have learned through this three-day hands-on training into my training because they saw – how the horse reacted differently because we now know when we understand and we know the horse and how they communicate takes us to a completely different way so we were doing one of the programs and my thing this is my thing i don't know if carolyn's like this or brie or kim or anybody else but i don't like it when people touch the horse in backing up a horse or moving a horse because I know we can do it with our intention and where it is we're facing our energy so I understand those pieces so it's not that it's good or bad it's just I want human beings to understand they have so much beautiful gifted power inside of their own being they just don't know it so I'm always trying to help them to understand you can do anything in this life if you think and you feel you possibly can. So that's why I always say about the no touching horses. So 
of course, they're backing up this big, huge clients and the pressure that's going in and the shoulder and the hands and everything. And I'm like, whoa. And good luck. Like you yeah. push your little heart out with a client. So get him to back up. Well, even a freaking little pony. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, can't do that <laughs> So anyway, so we're, we're kind of uh, facilitating, not facilitating it out, talking it out as to what do you think Clyde's guy needs here? Like, is he understanding exactly where it is that you're going, what it is you're wanting? Well, yeah, of course he is, blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay, so because we're horse people, because we are all horse people, let's do it this way now. Let's try to move Clyde's without any touching on his body. Because how would it feel to you if a human came over and kept touching you and moving you? Do you like it? And they're like, no, but it's a horse. Oh, let's not cross the line here. Because what we do to our horses also is happening in our own lives. So anyway, she goes, she goes to try to move Clyde's back. He ain't going. No way. She <laughs> said, this is not going to work. So she tries and she tries and she tries. She looks at me. She goes, BS that this is going to work. She goes, you do it. Now, I love that. Usually, love yeah. That. Like, okay, so it's a little bit of a challenge. But at the same time, they want to see if you can do it. So I said, so what you guys are asking me as a team then, that you want me to show you a demo to how to move Clydes without touching your Clydes? And they're like, yes. So, of course, I go in. I'm already set to go. Boom, this horse just backs up. Beautiful 10 steps. No touching this horse whatsoever. Now they're like, what the? <laughs> so, of course, now we start again. And I said, okay, so here we are. Breathe. Change your intention. Where are you going? Where's your energy pointing? Think of all the things that you need to let this horse know what it is you want him to do. Do that rechange, the reset, redo what needs to be done inside your own living being. Boom, boom, boom. All three did it. No problem. They were like, I cannot believe this. I will never do this to a horse again. We can do this all without touching a horse. I'm like, yeah. Like, is that brilliant? And you even think the first time they tried, they didn't think, believe. See? It was possible, right? Nope. It's the same as if you think you can or you think you can't. You're absolutely right. And there was totally that personified with that client that day too because you're like oh this is such, it's not going to work anyway well no. no then it absolutely won't but seeing the changes there was <sighs> it's beautiful huge. so sorry everybody on our story time facebook crew we don't have there's just not enough time no. but what we wanted to tell you about was these beautiful again reflection pages what my horse taught me in our form of delivery this is what all of our clients do after they have done the program and we've de debriefed the program. So this was all from one program um, that we did with them, which was all about uh, skill sets. No, goal setting? Goal setting. Oh, life is a highway. Yes. So it was just, this is just from one program that it just blew our minds how much they took from this and to how they can apply it to their addictions back at home. So the question that we asked them was, how did the lesson today uh, with the horses, relate back to what you're learning and how are you going to apply it to your everyday life. So here are a couple examples. To control my emotion and remain calm in my recovery to deal with emotional trauma, which is the reason I use everything and everything to escape. I learned that even without emotional stuffing, I can control my emotions and be okay. It just reinforces what I have been doing and gives me the confidence to know I can do this. Because of the horse. Yes. Another one. Um, I will... 
I, sorry, learn that seemingly immeasurable obstacles can be overcome with more simplistic strategy and out-of-the-box thinking. I will apply these same principles previously mentioned to take a step back and be more proactive in my problem solving rather than my conventional reactive nature. Oh, you gotta love the horse. And we've got uh, another one. And these guys were cool because they were stuck in this box. They could not figure out for the life of them how to get out of it. And the main idea of it is that sometimes when it feels like you're stuck, you have to ask for help. So it related to me through communication, teamwork, and how important connection is when working on your goals. Think outside the box. It's okay to ask for help. If things aren't working the way you want them to, you can always take back and try something different. Don't give up. You know, and this is so crucial because for people who go through addictions, you know, the opposite of addictions is connection. Yeah. And with that connection, it's always helping us to understand we must stay connected and ask for help when necessary. Even we as traditional people, if we just understood life is hard, we do not have to do it by ourselves. This is why it's so brilliant when they're in that stuck mode to be able to understand that if I just ask for help, it's probably going to save me just this day because that's all they work at. They're actually kind of like horses. Yeah. Because you, you can't think in a year from now being sober, you think in your moment, a day at a time, a moment at a time, just like horses yeah. live in moments. So it's so cool. It was very Never cool. thought of that one before. So another one was treatment and recovery is a step-by-step -step journey. You go in broken and come out, God willing, completely fixed. With every lesson, every obstacle, every stage of recovery, you learn more and more lifelong lessons and skills that will benefit your recovery. Connect with others, not only listen, but feel what people are telling you. Empathy, patience, compassion, and honesty. And the very last one I will read you, this one fills the cockles of my heart and Carrie's I know as well. Our cockles are filled. <laughs> and he said, this empowered me today to take back my life as well. The horse is empowering me to live. How can you not do a business this purposeful? Seriously. That's right. This is why we love what we do. And some of these people, they come in and every day can sometimes feel like the worst day of their life when they're going through some of this, especially when they're very, very new and raw. So when you read something like that, that's empowering me to live, that's giving themselves the power to live their lives. Like that's when you think about that and just, just marinate in it just for a second. Marinate. It is so phenomenal that it, that people can get these changes from working with a horse. And we'd love to say that it's us, but it's not. It's, but we, we need we're to know part. how to, <laughs> that's right, do the step-ins. That's why we're trained in this. Yes. But you're right. It is 100%. It's the horse. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's not the human. Yeah. Oh. I see no tuna fishes. Yeah. Where the heck is the tuna fishes? Good girl. Yeah. I got okay. I got upset, you guys. Okay. Carson loves your hair, too. Oh, Look at how everybody notices. It blows my brain with hair. It's true. Well, this one is a significant difference, though, too. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is, because I looked at the mirror, and I was like, who is that? <laughs> I startled myself. So that's not good. My daughter says it makes me look old. But so I, I really appreciate. Well, yesterday when I walked in, we shouldn't be this live. That's true. But yesterday when I, I did walked say, in, Woo! Like, that's dark. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, did, I did make so that you comment. You didn't notice as well. Okay. Didn't. Okay. Anywho. So, <laughs> we still oh we got a little emoji con. Oh, thank, thank you, Kim. You. I like that. Carson. There's more emoji cons. No tuna fish. That's right. We have what? not gotten any tuna fishes yeah. yet. Carson. Oh, and now we're Kim's given us a bazillion oh, of that's them. That's a good girl. Well, that's good. Who's a good girl? So we just got a couple things before we end off. And of course, we will be coming back to you next week 
on our live. Not no story time though, but we might have a story we from. Up, hopefully, I'm sure we end up saying a story at one yeah. point or another because I love these stories. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Any hoodles. <laughs> so the other thing we also wanted to share with you is the training, the three-day hands-on training. So that's horses and programs, programs and horses, and horses and programs, and that's all we do. So I know some of you are really excited about the idea of going back to the old days where it was a five-day training, but that we did theory and hands-on training all together into one. That's just not going to be, but we're still doing the hands-on training. Mm -hmm. So uh, we want you to understand that it's an actually more brilliant, bigger, more grounding course in the fact that you get so much additional learning to the way that it's being trained now. You can work these programs at home. You can work with your horses until we see you for the three-day training. So the and three you know why the questions you're even gonna ask. Like yes. stuff you want to know more about because maybe there's something you're like, there is a disconnect here for me and you can get that information, contact us, whatever else, but then you'll be able to see it all come together in the three day without your brain being totally mushed. Mushed. And it <laughs> yeah. is. So where we are going, just so you know, so we're always going to be having, of course, a, a few three day hands-on trainings here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Then we also have Telford, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Yep in june so for all of you in the east if you're wanting because we've got we've already paid for our flights yep even if oh my goodness god forbid but even if it were a quarantine time we will make it work that we come there and quarantine before we do the three-day hands-on because it is booked and we are coming so for those of you in the nova scotia or way back east Get yourselves being yes. serious because you get your three hands-on training where we come to you. So and we don't do that every year. Either. No, we don't go all the way out east every year. That's no, that will be you. another four or five years after this. Oh, that's nice. Kim says, "Well, we were lucky because we got spent all five days with you." Yes, yes. But, but now you've spent how many more with us? Yes, too, right. This way. Yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. And I, Jan asked, I want to redo the three day now that I have done some prep. Absolutely. Oh, Here's the bonus yeah. with our course as well is if you are wanting to come back and take those three day hands on, come. You want to practice more? Come. We have clients because we're an essential service anyways. Mm -hmm. So it's beautiful that we can always continually train, train, train our people. The other place we are going is Abbots, Abbotsford. British Columbia, Canada. Oh my gosh, if you do not want to come here to Calgary, Alberta, we're coming there. Get yourself booked in and then you get to go to that three-day hands-on in Abbotsford. So mm -hmm. super excited about that. And of course, last and not least for our upcoming is Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Very, very beautiful, beautiful capital city of Canada. We only just love just being just there all the time. Yeah, we love it. love it. And I have to say most of these programs, we're gonna be doing three day hands-on training outside. I love doing them outside because to me, it is realistic where a lot of us are. A lot of us do not just have an arena, because we don't. So you start out or you always do it outside. Like you never have to have an arena if you don't want to. This mm -hmm. is why I like doing it outside because it really shows the realistic piece to what it is that we do. What do you keep giggling? Jan at? makes me giggle. I have so many questions. Remember too, 
that you don't have to wait to come see us physically to ask your questions. So you can put them in the workplace. You can contact us. If you have lots of questions going on, Jen, reach out, baby. Then our three-day hands-on in Sydney, Australia, we will be having, I don't think uh, there's a plan yet. Like there will be New Zealand, but we're just not sure when that's going yeah. to be. And then US of A. You know, here's the thing. We have said, like we've already got a book for Hollister, California, Vermont. No, it's not Vermont. Is it? Yes, it's yes, Vermont. It yeah. It's Vermont, but it's a name. Anyways, in the Vermont, yeah. Vermont area, and we're going, coming to New Mexico. Yeah. It's that same process. Like we are already trying to figure out how this will roll with that three-day hands-on. Even if after the new year it comes to you have to do a quarantine idea for us to travel into your country, we're going to look at that. So yeah. I just don't want any of you thinking that, oh, I would, but, but don't go with buts and yeah. don't go with what ifs. Where there's a will, there's always a way to make things yeah. happen. And we had, a, I had a lady ask me yesterday, Ashley, the same thing about, well, what happens if everything gets shut down again? And that's what I'm supposed to, we will make these, I mean, we roll with the punches. That's what everybody has to do right now because the world is a special little place that we just never really know what exactly is coming our way. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll roll with everything too. I feel like we're missing one. Is it Beth? Bethany's in the fall, but I haven't that's, talked about it. Oh, yet. that's true. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have some others, but I like to just bring us until June. Yeah, because I don't want us to think about a full year yet. Why? Time goes by way too fast. Yeah, so I cannot comprehend how fast. So we just took you to June. Okay. Yes. Are we good with that? Yeah, I'm good at that. Okay. Yeah. Very, very good. Chop, chop. So have an amazing day. Make things happen in your life because you only have one life. Remember the giveaway, just connect with us for anything that maybe we have forgotten or if we have confused your brains. We don't want to confuse people. It no. is never our goal. And you can message us on Facebook or our website is right here as well, equineconnection.ca. However you'd like to get a hold of us and all of our contact info is on both of those two. Absolutely. Have a great one. Oh, sorry. Oh, one more question. Okay. In New Mexico, can we attend even? If of course you can. That's the, the glory of it all is that you get to come back whenever you need to. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a fantastic week. Thanks so much for tuning in today with us gals from Equine Connection on today's episode of Changing Lives with a Horse, of course. Next week, we're going to have tons more information. And please join us then for more chatting on how these phenomenal creatures are really the best teachers around. We'll talk to you all then.